0: We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 46 to repost or not to repost. That is the question. There's been an explosion of reposting accounts on Instagram in the last six months and some conversations have been cropping up about the place of reposting in an Instagram feed. So we're going to take a look at both sides of the conversation and talk about how we use reposting now and how we've used it in the past and also give you guys some things to think about as you decide what's right for you and what you want to do on your channel. But we have a big announcement, too. I'm excited. John is finally coming to Nashville and not for the Titans or the Steelers. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pumped. I get in on Tuesday,
1: June 5th, and um, I'm excited because we're going to be doing a meetup. At the Goodwood Nashville showroom near East Nashville, um, our buddy Sean Van Dyke will be there and we'll be doing a short panel discussion, question and answer while he's in town. Um, we're trying to set up some local food and drinks as well, so that should be pretty cool. The discussion is going to start around 7.30 p.m. and we're going to be giving away some of our swag with our brand new Not Yet Revealed logo. So keep your eyes peeled for more information on our Instagram at
0: Made for Profit. Absolutely, dude. I am pumped. I think it's going to be awesome. Can't wait to uh, meet a lot of the MFP tribe out there. And and hopefully we'll get to to meet some of our patrons, too. Which, speaking of, before we get into it, we do want to thank our new patron member, Brian Zabowski. Brian gets the the stage all to himself this week. So, Brian, thank you for joining the MFP patron tribe. If you'd like to join the tribe over there, you can go over to Patreon.com forward slash made for profit and get access to the after show as well as some other cool rewards. So go check that out. John, what has been up this week, brother? Oh, just I'm
1: I'm excited man it's a it's been a good couple weeks for me I got a piece of content released last week finally um, I got nothing <laughs> nothing done in, in in April really and that that month was hectic for me I'm also excited because um, as we say at the top of the show we've got a new logo rolling out and before this recording you and I worked on a little bit of some of the swag and the stuff we're gonna be giving away and debuting to our patrons first so I'm super pumped about that um, I'm also excited to come down to Nashville so it's it's a pretty big couple weeks oh, and when this comes out, I'll be turning thirty that week. So <laughs> we've Booyah. got we've got a lot going on here, and I'm uh, I'm pretty excited. I also got some sweet pieces in the shop um, for an old teammate of mine from when I was playing
0: with the Steelers. So a lot of good stuff going on over here. What do you got, man? We have been uh, just beating out this hot weather, dude. It is like blazing out here, and it's like ninety degrees, like which in May is is pretty early for us. And I've been doing that outdoor. Uh, play set, refurbishing, and I've just been sweating like crazy, uh, which is actually nice, though. I like I like I like a good sweat, man. I like to get out there and just sweat my face off, but uh, it's been going pretty good. I'm just wrapping that up. So that actually that video should be coming out, uh, should have just come out as this or, or the week before as this one comes out. And uh, it's pretty cool, man. I, I was out there with a the power washer just like blasting all the grime. And then you, know, you get carried away and you're just like, oh, geez. Like, <laughs> there goes half the wood. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. things so, are intense. The power yeah, they washers. Are, dude. I, I want to power wash everything now. I'm <laughs> just like, what What can I blast next? So <laughs> but that one, uh, that was good. That was good for the kids to kind of refurbish that and make that nice because we get a lot of kids that come over uh, and play on it. So. Then next, I'm moving in to do some outdoor projects, so I'm gonna be doing uh, an outdoor planner with the kids for kind of like Father's Day thing, and then moving back into some shop projects. But yeah, dude, I'm totally pumped to have you down here, and uh, I know we're still trying to figure out what we're gonna do, but hopefully, we'll be doing a build, and uh, at a bare minimum, we're gonna be doing some made-for-profit stuff, and uh, that'll actually be right around our one-year anniversary. Yeah, incredible how how much time flies. I was we you
1: know we do the top of the show. Welcome to episode. Four. Forty-six. I was like forty-six. We're like, I, we're, we're close <laughs> to a
0: year, and we are because we had a couple of breaks there. Yeah, I yeah. think June twentieth, so June twenty something was our was our first show. So, yeah, we're just, this is gonna be awesome, dude. But uh, yeah, one of the things that has been a mainstay of made for profit and will for the foreseeable future is Instagram. And as we talk about Instagram, uh, you know, we try to talk about some of the different things that are coming up new. Uh, new features and things like that. And one of the things that we've been heard, hearing a lot of lately is the conversation around reposting and just, you know, as we've been in it for you know three, four years now, seeing things go, we thought this would be a great topic because reposting has has been a mainstay and it has kind of morphed. It's morphed a lot. And now it's like in this totally different thing as we get all these new accounts and things. And so uh, and then we saw some conversations break out in some pretty big Instagram channels about with like pretty. You know, pretty heated discussions about like some people like you should never repost and other people like, no, dude, it's is great. And here's why. So, you know, I think it's it'd be cool to kind of go through and hit both sides of that conversation today.
1: Yeah, I think um, what's interesting is our buddy and uh, former guest Jeff Mack um, threw the question out there. To his audience, and that's where you and I kind of saw it, and it was ironic, I think, a bunch of uh, our listeners, actually, were tagging us in the post and trying to get our attention, because um, it happened to be on a Sunday. That's how savage Jeff is. He doesn't ever take a break. but um, <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> well, throws that grenade yeah, right? out there on a Sunday. What do you think about reposting, guys? <laughs> I'm watching the pens pens back when they were still playing we were reading it and and then you and i got to talking about it and um it's interesting because we've had this conversation before about reposting and what it is now and what it's become and and where it was when when instagram uh, became a major part of both of our um both of our lives and what's what's wild about it nowadays is that it is a heated topic you know people find it to become something that is a a, a I guess invokes emotion more than it did before, before it didn't matter because it was all positive and, you know, people were just trying to prop up other accounts. But I think what's crazy now is, is, you know, getting started, I guess we'll start on this topic is, is why anyone
0: would want to do it. And I think what's crazy now is how people are reacting to it. And right. You know, well, why, why don't we start at, at the beginning? Why don't we start like just because I know, you know, we have some new listeners who are just getting into social media Okay, if they've not listened to the Instagram. So like so what is a repost, you know, like in in its in its essence, because there's kind of different forms of a repost, too. Yeah. So a repost
1: is basically um, well, it's basically how you share on Instagram. Instagram doesn't have a feature for um, sharing or posting other people's content. So what you have to do is download a secondary app in order to screenshot, grab a video, um, and then repost it onto your feed. Um, and what happens with that is a lot of those apps have a, um, what you could watermark, call it a watermark or Or a credit mark, a credit mark or something like that. And they'll put it in the corner on the top or somewhere or whatever. Um, and then the paid apps for reposting, you can actually eliminate that. So the, the history of reposting, when it got started, there were some accounts that were that were doing it that were um, – this was before hashtagging was searchable um, as its own like follow concept. So, right now, you can follow hashtag woodworking, for instance, right? So, what happened right. was a reposting account started popping up, and they were featuring um, a lot of woodworking and furniture and things happening around um, the community. And they were putting out a lot of content um, that was relevant to what was happening in order to showcase – Um, And you could follow along with it and find inspiration. You could follow along with it and find techniques and you could find new people to follow. And it was actually really nice um, because what it did was it built the community up and it was not a lot of these accounts weren't really trying to monetize. They weren't doing anything except um, having some fun in the community and showcasing some awesome work. Um, And over time. Obviously that's not the case. You know that <laughs> people uh tend to take things to the next level a lot and what it's done is it's kind of shined a uh a bad light on the whole concept of a reposting. And these used to be called fan accounts. Um and what a fan it would yeah. be essentially, you know, you're a fan and you just want to showcase stuff. So where I noticed at first really bad was in the car community. Um I was following a bunch of truck accounts. I drive a, you know, big big F250 and I was uh always interested in seeing, you know, what people are doing to their trucks. And I was following an account that was literally like called, I think it was like Ford 4x4 or something like that. And the account started posting like the craziest stuff. And I mean, like, I'm talking beard trimmers to like, uh, <laughs> you know, things that had nothing to do with trucks. And you could tell that that's how they were monetizing and they were using it as affiliates. And so what started to naturally happen was these accounts with huge numbers realized that they weren't making any money on having huge numbers. So they started reposting, um, you know, things that were outside of what was happening. Yeah.
0: Paid and, shout outs. And
1: they were doing paid shout outs. Um, and with that they were posting a lot of non contextual content to whatever their industry was, and they were posting a lot of things that were just viral, period. And right. uh and in that you could obviously see where people would get upset.
0: Yeah. And that's I think that's where it's kinda going, like you said in the beginning, because I remember uh, it was a great resource. And I think it's a really interesting topic to touch on is what you mentioned, is that there is no share feature in Instagram. Whereas in Facebook, like that's like all day. I mean, that's like a huge staple of Facebook is is sharing. And what's what's so funny is that how how commonplace and accepted it is on Facebook mm-hmm. when you share other things versus the stigma on Instagram. And I think the difference is, is that, uh, you know, Instagram, I think, you know as as especially those who have been around for a while is like it was a much tighter knit community and it was almost like our thing right like this is our woodworking community and Instagram and and it was not commercialized as much and so then as these things started sneaking in that you started talking about that people were like oh well, you know why why in the heck and, and it's and it's it's almost uh the because of the monetization like you talked about and and the one thing i know that i saw started popping up and this this started you know probably a couple years ago were the the t-shirts too so it was like that was a big thing in the woodworking side is that all of a sudden they were like they'd post like four or five pictures of like these viral and you know it's it's there's a few pictures in the woodworking that you will just see over and over it's like the the slab bacon looking stair steps where it's like the live edge stair steps yep like that that picture has been reposted like five million times the lion the big lion the the lion the carved lion yes i mean there's like There's there's these ones that you'll just see over and over and over and over and over again. And as people started doing that and then they would post those type pictures and then be like, oh, here's a woodworking like sawdust is my man glitter. Go buy this. And basically these were accounts where these were not woodworkers. These were people who are opportunistic online content marketers who are like, oh, I can see these woodworkers like I can see these accounts and people really like these pictures. So I'm going to grab the same exact pictures. I'm going to post them up. Uh get likes and followers. wait till I build some kind of base and then start slamming in these shirts to try to sell to the same people and That was the beginning, I think of where people were like it started feeling icky. you know it wasn't about it wasn't about showing something really cool. It was about getting you to that page via using something pretty cool and then you know trying to pull you into buying a shirt, yes. And I
1: think the negative aspect of that is the fact that they're not posting any of their own content and they're just trying to monetize what other people are doing. And that's kind of how it's seen. The problem with it being is that they're not original. Like, so um, I I guess I'll start out where, like, in the evolution of what reposting used to be, it would be, you know, guys like ourselves who would dig around on Instagram to find really cool stuff that nobody's seen yet and then throw it out there on right. your channel. And you know, we I mean, I distinctly remember back when you and I were in the in the, in the phases of posting a lot of reposts was sending stuff back and forth to each other. Do you see this? Do you see this? Oh, that's awesome. Like this is a great video. Like, oh, no one's ever, I don't think anyone's ever seen this one before. Those were the reasons we were reposting. And those are still the reasons that I I, I think a lot of um guys like our ourselves who are producing their own content repost. But what's happening now is with these accounts, you'll see. These are uh, these individuals who are just trying to monetize because they saw a gap in the market is just posting the same stuff everyone else is posting. They're not doing any of the dirty work. They're not going in and, and hunting around for um, some amazing content from someone who just got on Instagram. Perhaps they're not showcasing small accounts. They'll literally see huge account post. Something goes viral, snag the video, repost it, and then try to sell you a T-shirt that says, you know, you know, n- has a Nike swoosh and says just playing it like uh, right. and 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 the problem with all of this is is that the way Instagram has moved into being non um sequential and becoming more algorithmic and then uh then the nativeness of hashtag searching it's just cluttered up all of those opportunities for us to be seen in the community as well as cluttered up the opportunity to search and find others so like i have a hard time finding new stuff now because i gotta dig for hours to in order to see new people um because all those accounts are being propped up because people are actually engaging and liking them and they're not and they're also not realizing that they're reposts right like they
0: think they're native right that that's another big argument so i I don't know i I think we're kind of we kind of wanted this just to be a little bit of a free-form discussion and i like you know we'll kind of go through it but this is you know, we're kind of hitting on those repost accounts that are specific repost accounts. And in a minute, we'll talk about, you know, people actually ones. reposting and we'll talk about the good ones. And then like, you know, individuals who are reposting who are actual woodworkers and, and some of the backlash on that. But uh, agreed, because when, especially when there used to be the top nine, the whole hashtag top nine. And now that's morphed and it's it's like a personalized top yeah. nine. But like that was always yeah, it was like that was always filled up by at least four of the reposting accounts. And like you said, like, you know, as you're trying to get it for your content or new people trying to come up is that I think it is, that is one of the problems is it just clogs. And, and that, so beyond that, some of the other things is, is that there there's, like you said, you know, switching into like some accounts who are doing a decent job of it and some accounts who are just straight up there for, you know, personal benefit and care nothing about the community and you know, there's some differentiation there. Like if their accounts, if they do not even give credit, I mean, that's like the bottom of the barrel to me. It's like no watermark. And when we say watermark, it would say the account that you reposted it from. So it, in, the, in the bottom left or wherever it would have their little icon plus their account name. So, you know, if you looked at it, you should know that that's a repost. And then, uh, you know, it would say, hey, from like give credit to the account, like right there in the first line or the top line or wherever. Like so you don't have to click more. Like that would be an example of uh, giving credit where credit's due and and highlighting. Whereas some of these other accounts are just like, hey, follow Woodworking 5000. Right. And then other ones I've seen, which I really, really dislike. I've seen other ones who will put their watermark on the picture. Mm. And I'm like, that is like that to me is 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 way stepping over the line, like putting your watermark on somebody else's picture. Is I, I that just really burns me up uh, as a content creator, because like if somebody else grabbed my photo and put their logo mark on it and then did it, um, even if they are crediting the account, like th- I just don't think there's any place for that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of that. That's kind of the, the the two sides of it is, you know, giving full credit and trying to call it out versus like just saying, hey, follow us for more or, you know, like and, and comment below and then, like, other ones will have. And so, kind of in between that is uh, accounts where they'll say, Oh, hey, isn't this awesome? Or, you know, and, and like all the puns have just gotten to be so played out. Like, would you like this with W O O D? I'm like, <laughs> Come on. You're going to use that pun so many times. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then going down, and then like the very, very last thing, like after all the hashtags and everything, they'll say, You know, credit at, you know, John Malecki. Right. So it's like an afterthought at the very bottom. Um, so it, it's really interesting to see how different accounts do it. And uh, I think some are well done, and but most are not.
1: Yeah. And I think the reasoning behind that is that it's an easy win. I mean, you can throw out a piece of great content someone else created on your own Instagram. People will see it from wherever if it gets you know, put in the search and then you gain the glory of picking up some followers and getting some views on your channel. Um, and it's easy. It's easier than producing your own quality content and being an actual good creator. <laughs> like, no, there's no doubt about that. But I think there is a time and a place for it. Um, and the issue behind that aspect of it is that the platform, I think, is oversaturated with accounts now and that there's so many of these, you know, shady um woodworking accounts that people don't realize are actually shady. You know, for a new uh, a new fan of woodworking or new fan of furniture making who wants to get into it and you type woodworking into the search bar, these accounts are popping up because it's literally right. in their name, it's in the first line of their bio, it is in every single post hashtag like it's it's be, it's becoming something that they're realizing that they can, you know, squeeze the gap on um, and what was happening before, and I think this is why Instagram made a lot of API or excuse me, I think this will be a benefit of the API changes are that these accounts were actually using robots to, to follow on follow in order to gain their followers. Um, so one thing that, you know, Instagram actually does a good job of is that if you don't interact on the platform, you get bummed with exposure. Um, and that being that they try to prop up accounts that are real people. Um, and, and in that, um, you know, those, those shady accounts. And what I notice is like, there'll be a lot of accounts like wood.love, wood.us, wood.america, yep. wood.heart, wood.every. And it'll be, I've, I've, I had channels and I've showed you this that are literally all of my work. They'll post, they'll tag me once at every blue moon and then post every video I post. And I, there was one of them yes. that was like <laughs> 16 pieces of my content in a row. And I looked at it and it was like, how could anybody even, uh, you know, not know that this wasn't this account making this stuff? Um, and, and in that, you know, I, I blocked them and, and I reported them. And um, I'm hoping that the filtering process for a lot of that goes away um, because I don't think that they do good for the community. The accounts that are just posting and then their bio says, get a T-shirt here. You know, they're not really in it for the community. They're in it for personal gain. I think that that's where the line is clearly crossed there. So you're going to have these reposting accounts that are in it for their own personal gain. Um, and that are just capitalizing on
0: the fact that you can execute on this strategy on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm surprised, actually, that there's not been a reduction since the API changes, because I know that's how a lot of them grow artificially through the follow unfollow and all that. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that plays out. But yeah, so that that's kind of the front side of it is that and, and just like going back a little bit, I, I think. What was interesting is like, if you remember, you know, it was about two years ago as well, where like reposting, uh, also like for giveaways, that used to be really big. Yeah. Like you would, you know, like you do that. I mean, I did tons of them. I did a a whole ton of them in, you know, 2015, early 2016, uh, probably even through 2016. Like one of the ways to enter was repost to enter. So that's kind of a different way of a repost. But I think that is also kind of where it started the appetite for reposts started getting uh, a little negative as well. Is like because then all of a sudden, especially if a bigger account was doing it, if you ask for reposts, then all of a sudden you're going through your feed and all you see is these reposts of these giveaways. Yeah. And and now most people do not ask to repost for a giveaway uh, just because of that, as I think that the backlash is there. So so kind of changing into the personal I, like, like let, let's hit the nitty gritty, man, because I know one of the big things that I heard in some of the comments was like the only reason you're reposting and you mentioned it just a minute ago is to get followers and and you said it like it's easy it's an easy layup it's an easy that so like you know like let's talk about us right let's let's call this to the carpet and like I'm I'm not definitely not hiding behind anything I've done in the past or what I do now so like for me when I was trying to grow my account uh, I think there's two different ways that people approach an account One is or or two major ways. And basically one is like only going to be my content or it's going to be my content. Maybe there's three ways. Only my content, my content and others content or like totally others content. And I think we hit the totally others content through the fan page concept. So, you know, as as woodworkers are out here or anybody uh, in the making community is like, what's the mix of your content and other people's content? And one of the things that I think that uh, we've talked about it and, you know, even in the Instagram class I did at WorkbenchCon, uh, I talk about repost being a a powerful tool to help to help you, um, you know, basically highlight other people. But at the same time, like have content to put out when you're trying to post two times a day, like that's how when I started getting into it. And then you start getting into these hashtags like Motivation Monday and Follow Friday and all these things like those are all opportunities for reposting and putting out content that is is cool. That's not your own. Right. But the whole idea is like, why are you doing it?
1: Yes. And I think that why is the massively important part. I remember distinctly when you and I started to build this friendship, one thing that you said to me was. Well, if you don't have your own good – if you don't have a good piece of content, post somebody else's. And if you can find something that's relevant to your audience, you think they'll appreciate and you have a larger audience than the person that put the content out, that's a win-win. They're getting showcased to new people. They're picking up some followers on top of the fact that you get to showcase a nice piece of content and just do it properly. Do it with um, you know, a watermark and make sure that you're tagging them in the post as well as in the um, description. And like – that was you, you're, you're not wrong at all. That was in great way to build community around your, um, around your brand and what you're trying to do. I think what, what the, when we go back to that, that why, and that big why on, and, and if, on, if you're going to be into reposting, um, like for me, I, it became a, why am I reposting if I want people to buy my furniture? They're going to look at my Instagram account, see somebody else's stuff and want me to make that, which one, I'm probably not capable of making for a lot of things. And two, I'm basically just selling a false idea or false concept um, to my audience. So for anyone selling stuff like myself, I I started to see a lot of um, issues with it. Like I'd repost somebody else's stuff and then a client would come to me with a photograph of something. They're not reading the description. They're just looking at pictures. And then they're saying, hey, can you make me this? And I was like, oh, well, that's not even my work. Like, why is it on your account? So you can see where the it got really, really gray. And that's kind of why I stopped reposting. Um, And and, and in that as well, um, what began to happen was a lot of people hijacking my stuff and reposting it for their own personal benefit. So I I kind of like put it to the side. But my why for my Instagram at the beginning was always to sell product. Like, why was I so into Instagram? Because I wanted to sell more stuff. Now it's a little different um, as my brand is – the John Malecki uh, brand is, is a lot more for content creation and showcasing how-tos and inspiration stuff. But with that, I'm kind of stuck on it being my name. So this goes back to our branding episode in that John Malecki, if I'm posting other people's stuff, it's it doesn't matter if I'm – what I say, how I do it or the or in any of the other ways I try to sell you on it. It's perceived as me trying to gain personal benefit because it's my channel. The channel is not a brand, um, for instance, of somebody else's or excuse me, of that involves other people. So for like with fix this, build that and when you're reposting stuff, fix this, builds that is will in someday be an encompassing brand with multiple entities inside of it. Um, you can make that assumption. Or, and if you don't know, Brad, you you have no idea who's behind fix this, build that you just see the guy that's there all the time. And you could easily see how other people would be involved. Well, with John Maliki, that's a name. Like, you're assuming that that person is doing everything on that channel. So for me, I started to get the perception that it was all for selfish intent when I would repost something. And then people would start asking me, you know, hey, do you repost? Do you repost? And I got really annoyed at that because it was, you know, I paid 10 bucks for a repost. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of cool. But, like, you're building uh, little houses out of bricks. Like that doesn't have anything to do with my audience, but, but in, but in that I took that
0: founder magazine, but I, but I made a cool, I mean, you got to admit that house I built out of small bricks was pretty sweet (laughs) and I wish you just would have reposted it for the 10 bucks. I offered.
1: But with that, I took that founder magazine class and that was the way things were done on Instagram for a good minute there for, I would say about 18 months was uh, the share for share concept where I'd pay someone to share uh, someone with a bigger account to share one piece of mine. And then I would share like four pieces of theirs. Now, I never actually did it, but I read about it and, and, and was looking at how other people were doing it. And that was a great way you got to think about, like, if any of us could just go to Pepsi right now and be like, hey, I'll drink nothing but Pepsi for five years if you put my face on one commercial, like all of us right. would do it hands down, right? A kind of a similar concept there. Um. So with a personal brand, you can see where things can start to become cloudy. Um, and that's why you got to refer back to that. Why? Like, why would I want to? to do it and what positives would come of it. So you looking at the positive side of it, you got to say, am I helping to build up somebody else? Am I helping to improve the quality of the community? Am I showcasing something my audience will appreciate? Um, And, you know, is by reposting this, am I going to be doing um, myself like an injustice by just trying to get a viral video out there? Or am I actually doing something that's going to help prop up the community. And I think you got to ask yourself questions like that if you're going to be reposting, because if you don't, that's where you can get caught up in being seen as one of the accounts that just wants to sell cheap, terrible T-shirts.
0: Right. And I think that's there. I mean, that's uh, so. So let's kind of hit that. Right. I think there's when, when you're highlighting when you're doing a repost, it's either going to be something that's already done very, very well somewhere else. Right. Right. And so you're like, hey, let me get some of that. I'm going to repost that. Uh, or it's somebody that you're trying to highlight, whether you know them personally or not. Uh, something that kind of blew your mind. Right. I mean, there's there's all kinds of different reasons to repost. But as I got into it and I started doing it, uh, you know, one of the things I was looking at was like, OK, exactly what you said, John. Like my I am not a woodworker who sells product. Uh, I am a content creator and a content creator. Aggregator, in the sense that I was already doing a lot of this reposting, like from Facebook, I'll share my friend stuff and whatever. So that felt natural to me. So I would um, take things that I saw out there that that I liked, and I would repost it because I would say, "Oh yeah, this is like this is a cool thing." And and typically those would fall in. So for me, and this is you know back like I said maybe like twenty sixteen. I was still one of the bigger accounts on Instagram. So this wasn't like, oh, this thing went really crazy on this big account. And I'm going to try to get a piece of that. It was like, this is a really cool piece. It didn't get a ton of reach, but I but it was like really awesome. Uh, And maybe it had a lot of reach comparative to that person's stuff. And so I would put it out there and be like, oh, man, like because typically it would be something I'd be like, holy cow. Like it's like one of those posts. It's like what I, I like to call like a stop post, like you're scrolling, scrolling and then you're like, oh like you stop in your feed and you're like, what is that? Or like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, And so that was kind of my intent is like what you said is, is to share things that I thought were really cool. And I thought would resonate with my audience. Now the back end of that is like that brings in followers. Like that's, that's part of it. People like to see that stuff. And so as it goes out there and hits the, the hashtags. And so that was something that I started out. I was like, yeah, that's a great way to grow my account. And so on some of those, like uh, you know, especially early on is like, I would post that. And I never thought about it as trying to take advantage of it. It was more of, I saw myself as a content aggregator because that's what I did is put out content. And it's like, I know my audience likes this kind of stuff. I really liked it. So I want to share it with my audience. And if more people come on, like, I think that the the thing is if people come to you for the repost, like if I shared a, let's say the first, you know, if I shared a Greg Klassen piece, if I share a Greg Klassen piece, uh, and somebody follows me because I put out a Greg Claussen piece. Clearly over the next 30 posts, like I will, you know, more than likely not be resharing another Greg claussen piece. And I will be doing the things that I do. I'll be doing the shop pictures. I'll be doing me refurbishing my playset. So that's like one of those things that if you're, that people are like, oh, you're just doing that for the followers. Well, that's true. But if, if they come on, um, you might get them, but they're not going to stay if they're not interested in your content. So that was, you know, kind of how I saw it back then was like, I just more visibility, just get yourself in front of as many eyeballs as you can. And the people who want to stay for your content are going to stay. And the people who maybe thought that you were Greg Claussen and you made that will bail out. Right. And that's that's kind of how I thought about it back then. I know some people don't agree with that. Some people like, well, you know, you're just trying to take advantage of somebody else's account. Um, So, you know, on my side, I never do. I've never done shout outs. Nobody's ever paid me to do a repost. I've like you, John, I've had Hundreds of people ask for it. Uh, but I've never taken any money to do a repost. So it's just me looking at things and posting what I like. But I think as we morphed into this thing where we started seeing the repost, is that exactly what you said? It's like all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, this is the, the connotation of doing it. And I wasn't as much getting the, the questions that you were saying of like, hey, can you make that? Uh, I was getting more of the comments I saw I was like, oh, that's really awesome. You, you know, I, I like what you did there. And I'm like, no, this is not mine. Like, you know, that's how many times you have to respond because people don't read, even if you've got it watermarked. And even if you've got it in the first sentence, people don't read. They just look at it and go, cool. What what did you use for the finish? Yeah. And that's where I started seeing and started feeling like, ah oh, man, like I I, I I don't dig that. Hmm. And so I, that's when I started slowing down on that and then doing more. Of only reposts for people I knew. Yeah.
1: You don't want your and you never want your brand to be falsely perceived or be in an opportunity to be falsely perceived. And I think that that's what can happen with reposting um, with even in a even in a positive light. And I mean, it's just something that happens when you are willing to showcase other people's content and you're not doing it yourself. It's like, what's the benefit? It's going to immediately be assumed that it's selfish intent. Regardless if you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to build a a free woodworking shop in the middle of America for everyone to come use my stuff like no one cares. They're literally like, oh, what's <laughs> your benefit? Like you're going to be winning on that. None of us are. So with that, you know, I, I think that the, the ratio of how often you're reposting for someone like yourself, it has to be something you consider. Like if you're putting out seven pieces of content a week and three of them are reposts, you need to greatly be reconsidering the the content schedule of your page because what you're going to notice is no one's going to want to buy your stuff if you're making it because they don't know if it's yours too they're also going to be thinking that you're somebody else because you're putting out work that's typically like most of us at repost put out work that's better than the work we do <laughs> like you're not you're getting, right, you're and, right and and that's because you're like just as blown away as you think other people might be um and i it so you need to just tread lightly and i would suggest if you're going to repost i mean you need to keep it at 10% or less of, of your, of your total content. Um, and, and then unless, unless you're the inventor of slabber day, and then it's acceptable <laughs> to be doing it once, a,
0: once a week, but like, and then you slam it every Saturday. Actually, I've been, I've, I've not done as many slabber days, but, but that's a great example, right? This yeah. is the slabber day is that like that, that's some, that's probably the one. So looking at mine, I know you've gone away. I, and if you go back, you know, and obviously my account is open to everybody. So go back and you can feel free to kind of see how my account is morphed. I used to do a lot, Uh, I, you know, I started doing slabber day whenever that was early 2016. Uh, and, and yeah, like that was just something that was, that was fun and that I loved, you know, highlighting the Slabs. Um, and so, you know, that, at that point, that's still like, I'm not in personal relationships with a lot of these people that I repost, although I do typically like that I'm following almost all of them at this point that I repost. Uh, and that, that's where I started getting, looking at is like, I looking at like a follow Friday, um, I think the intent. So let's talk about, you know, kind of that intent of putting something viral versus putting something that you really like from somebody, you know, that you follow. So I think that's another thing, too, is like if you're reposting somebody else's stuff and you're like, hey, go check out my buddy. Like to me, that's the best kind of that's the best kind of repost there is. Oh, yeah. is a repost of like, hey. This is my buddy John Malecki. Go check it out. He just made this river table, and that is like, you know, that's that is selfless on the side of like my account trying to give your account some extra reach and extra visibility onto what you're doing. Yes. and I've been doing, you know, trying to do more of that also in, in highlight some smaller creators when I do it, I just, I don't do a ton of that. I've, I've kind of gone away from doing, it. I used to do fall Friday every Friday Same. and then slabber day. And I've, you know, I've, I back off. I mean, I don't even know the last time I did a fall of Friday, honestly, it's been, it's been a minute. So, well, actually that's not true. I, I think I shouted out our, our pal, uh, Timmy, Tim Woodward. I think I did a fall Friday on him recently. Um, but then, you know, that's a great example. Tim is a patron of ours. He's a personal patron of mine. He's a friend of mine. We met him at workbench con. Like this is a dude who have an on, ongoing relationship I really like the dude. And he was doing that concrete river table. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yes. And this is like a hot topic. Like, and so I I put it out there Uh, and it was great. And it helped him build a following or build on his following. He's already, he's been doing a fantastic job. And I was like, I want to, I'm going to give Tim some love because I really like the idea he did here and put it out. And so that's like an example of how I'm using it now versus how I've been using it in the past.
1: Yes. And which is the best way to do it. And like, I'm not just saying this because we're on the same uh, podcast together, and we're friends, but like I would, you know, me, I would definitely call you out if you were posting stuff for it to go viral only. So, you know, in that, there's still accounts that do it. And I mean, there's one massive account that's bigger than all of us on Instagram that that's all they do still, and people. Seem to dig it. I mean, they just repost other people's stuff all day long and it, they're very selective. I've actually reached out and I have a, you know, I've kind of a stick in my side because of it. Cause I've never got any attention from this account. I've reached out. <laughs> I've reached out multiple times. I reached out with that river table you spoke of and they couldn't even get a repost, which is a shame because that was an extremely viral piece of content for myself, which I would have loved to have worked with that person, whoever runs that and manages that account. And, um, you know, and, and been able to work together on a piece of content I felt could have done very, very well for them in a numbers side and numbers ways, but also helped benefit myself in the community. As in a lot of people got a lot of quality information out of my YouTube video there when it came to building a river table, just like anybody else who was putting out content for educational stuff like that. Um, so well, that, that's
0: an interesting thing, Joe, John, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> is that when you reached out. So that's kind of the flip side of it is that there are tons of people who want to be reposted. So yes. there's all these people talking about, you're just stealing this. Well, guess what? There's a whole section of people who want to be reposted. They're like, use this, use hashtag, whatever, like any of like, they will say, use this hashtag to be featured. And we do it right? on MFP. I
1: mean, like, our, right. we feature <laughs> we feature our patrons, <laughs> we feature our tribe members. And there's a reason like we do that specifically because we love our community and we're trying to build a I think we're doing a successful job building a tight knit community around the podcast and the people that use, you know, hashtag uh, MFP tribe and MFP behind the scenes and MFP videos, a new one now, like they're getting reposted because they're actually building community and they're not just try- looking for easy wins. And 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 I'll credit that all day because that takes work. You're not just cheating.
0: Right. Right. It is. But I, I think there's just that that's a different side that I know a lot of people will say they'll like say, oh, well, you're saying you're helping them out, but you're getting more followers than they are. Well, I'll just go to tell you right now. I mean, it, it, that's probably true at some point. But if I post somebody who has got a thousand followers or even 5000 followers, like they're going to pick up a heck of a lot more followers than I will ever pick up because nobody has seen them. That's the whole idea of the reposting is visibility. And I talked about it, you know, earlier in the show, like that's why I was doing it. So people would see my account. And, you know, so you're looking back. I don't want to necessarily do that now because I've morphed. But back then, and I'm not ashamed I did it at all. Like I was putting out other people's content so that then they would look at mine uh, and then get into to see if they were interested. I think at the end of the day, no matter what account, what type of account you have, whether you do all your own, whether you do a mix of your own and somebody else's or you do a fan account people follow your account for a reason and it's not because of one picture. Yeah. It's because of your feed. Mm-hmm. And if people like seeing your and your stuff mixed in with other people's stuff, then that's going to be your audience. I think that, that, you know, people get so bent out of shape about reposting. Well, guess what? Don't follow people who repost. Like if you don't want to see a repost ever, then unfollow anybody who reposts. Like just, it's that easy, but that, that, people get audiences and everybody's audience is slightly different and so the people who only do their own information like they're probably following that person because they really like that person's style that person's craftsmanship what that person does right and they're like totally invested and that's a great way to be if you are a high-end furniture maker or just you know somebody just selling product at all like you're trying to make a name like John Malecki that you want everything on your channel to be about John Malecki Right, and I think that that's you know that's the part for me where I'm just like, who who cares? Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be against reposting, even though even though these other accounts, like I don't like them, but there are people who don't care anything about woodworking, and all they want to do is see pretty woodworking pictures, and they follow these repost accounts. Yeah, like big deal. Like that's those aren't they're not taking anything from you necessarily because people wouldn't follow you because all they want are is that beauty shot after beauty shot after beauty shot. And the first time they see me in my shop doing something, you know, that's not a beauty shop, they're going to bail out.
1: Yeah, I think the um, the one important aspect there is that you have to be true to like your brand identity. And and on this show, you know, we're not here to just prop people up and beat them down or one or the other. You know, we're trying to give you tips and insights to grow your own business. And with that, you know, hopefully you're pulling some some thought here um, on the whole reposting concept. Um, so like if, if you're looking to build a business and selling furniture, you know, reposting other people's work is probably not going to be beneficial to your account solely because you're going to give a false, um, you're going to give a a false identification with anyone seeing your stuff towards the products you're actually capable of making. You know, if I was post a (laughs) Maloof rocker on my, my page and someone asked me to make one, I'm. I'm up the creek without a paddle, <laughs> like uh, you know, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to call one of the guys on Instagram. Hey, like, hey, Paul. That actually can. like,
0: yeah, like, Canadian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll
1: call Paul or or I think uh I think Alabama Woodworkers make one right now. But like you can see easily how that could be bad for your business. I would also if you're gonna be in content creation. And you're just trying to beef your numbers. I would also tread lightly because now yeah. you're building a false audience.
0: Let's hit on that. Yeah, that's a that's a big uh, that's a big thing. Like when the, when there's people like I'm doing it right. I'm I'm doing it with all my content. Yes, but this person is building a following using other people's info, and now they've got whatever twice the following I have, and a sponsor wants to work with them versus me. Yep. So that that's a great topic. Let's let's hit on that. I think I. <sighs> It's, it's very difficult.
1: And I mean, this is where I just avoid it because you have to tread this lightly. You know, for me, am I bringing on quality followers? Am I bringing on a, am I building a quality community that adds benefit to any brands that want to work with me? These are questions I ask myself all the time, depending on what my uh, what my social strategy is for the type of content that I'm putting out there. And in that, if I'm starting to showcase viral videos in order to boost my numbers, I don't even care if I would have 200,000 followers on Instagram. If they're not bought into the type of audience that I am selling to my sponsors, then my sponsors aren't going to be on board. Like, yeah, you might get one. You might get a couple sponsored builds or like a year's worth of contract or whatever, but they're going to jump ship and then you're screwed. Like. Your audience is going to be built around things that aren't actually valuable to brands. They're just solely numbers and um, real good brands that understand content marketing and they understand influencer marketing want to be working with influencers who, when they say or suggest things to their audience, they listen. Spags is is a great example. He did a couple, um, couple finish reviews a little bit ago and literally came on Instagram and said, I can't bash brands. Solely because my influence could tarnish that brand and I won't, I refuse to be that kind of person. And I think that that is how genuinely, um, tight to the chest content creators like ourselves have to be when it comes to your influence on your audience. If I go out there and I start bashing on tools or finishes or whatever they are, and my audience is truly bought into me, that's extremely valuable to that brand. They would love for me not to do that. Well, if I'm building a false audience because I'm posting pictures of cats and dogs and they're going viral and my numbers are getting boosted, I could say whatever and that brand's not no one's going to care. It's kind of like the Ford truck thing that I said at the beginning there. Right. So, you also want to tread very lightly there with your with your content strategy if you're trying to be a um somebody
0: working with brands because it can, it can go both ways. That's a double-edged sword. It it is, and I think that the um the the whole idea there is that the value and character and integrity of your account is what you build your brand on. I mean, that is your brand, like your brand, you know, what you post is your brand. So like that represents your brand and what you do and how, like you said, how you interact with the community as well as with brands. So let's just go back to that example. Let's say somebody has 20,000 followers and this and only does their content. uh, And somebody else has got 40,000 followers. Well, then brand X comes up and they've got a new drill and they go, oh, wow. So first of all, there, there's some onus on like, like you said, John, like smart brands and good brands are not going to just look at the follower count. Never. Like, that is not what happens. Like for a good some some brands do. So let's also be clear there. Some do who don't understand it yet. But the brands who who really get it go through exactly what you just said. They look for engagement. They don't look for followers. They look for engagement because they don't care your audience. They care conversion. And if you are not in tune with your audience, you're not going to get conversion. Uh They are paying you to help them sell their product. They're paying you to make more money than they pay you. That's that's the cut and the dry of it. And so what's going to happen is that if that account that's got 40,000 followers, uh, they get the deal and then they do the post, which is in between, like you said, you know, a cat video, a truck video and, you know, a couple of their pieces of content is what's going to happen is that all those people who are there for just the viral content are going to ignore it. And the engagement rate is going to be very low. The conversion rate is going to be very low. The tracking links that they put up to the new product are not going to get clicked through as much. Now, what's going to happen is that they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, maybe that's the first person they went to. So they don't really know if that's good or bad. Then maybe down the line, they go to the twenty thousand dollar twenty thousand follower person. Do the same thing. This person is genuine, goes out, promotes the product uh, organically the way that they would and the way that they do their content. And then when they look at, they might get the same click through or even better. But when you look at engagement percentage, their engagement percentage is going to be two X, three X, four X based upon the size of their audience. And that's where brands look. Brands look at how valuable is your audience? How engaged is your audience and what type of influence that they call it influencer for a reason, right? If, if you're just posting content for people that's eye candy, you don't have a lot of influence. You just have your, you know, it's it's a it's an art wall. It's just a scrolling feed versus people who will go in and actually read and interact and comment on your posts.
1: Yep. And I, and I what's ironic is that every brand that reaches out to me, and you're probably in the same boat and most of us that are influencers, uh, every brand that reaches out, they pretty much always lead with, I checked out your feed and your content and I love the engagement that you get on your posts, like something along those lines. And if you're doing that, a brand's going to disregard how many followers you have immediately because they're looking for niche down audience that's bought into a creator or bought into an influencer way more than someone with massive numbers. A lot of us get stuck up on the numbers like you and I definitely do and and, and talk about you know, reaching shelves and plateaus and and trying to get past certain milestones and whatnot, and that's part of the that's part of the game. That's part of the fun is that you have a validation on your following based on you know a an index of some sort of number, a metric, and it's put out there. Like it's cool, it's fun to say you have a two hundred ninety thousand followers, or wherever you're at now. Like it's awesome. But on the other end of it, if it was two hundred some thousand people that didn't care at all what you're doing, you can obviously see how nobody would ever want to work with you. I also, I also think that as we are all trying to, you know, engage and build community on any type of social platform, you need to be considering um, the competition out there. You know, why wouldn't, here's another, Like, I don't understand why people all post the same viral content. Like you do realize <laughs> that if people see it more, they're not going to watch it like more yeah. and more. And, and, and with that, if a brand is looking at my page and they're looking at Brad's page, we one we, we know we post extremely different content. But if I'm like if, you know, Brad's buzzing down a bunch of uh, screws with a brand new impact driver and I'm doing the same thing with the same impact driver um, uh, that in they're looking at the page and it's just somebody else's stuff. You know, why would that brand want to work with you if all you're doing is putting out other people's things, you know, and uh, and if the competition's reposting the same stuff like (laughs) they'll just go to the competition, especially if they're cheaper and they have the same quality audience. Um, And so like. I guess the next segue is going to be to like, there's a lot of accounts out there that literally they just do it with the intent of enjoying the content and wanting to put it back out there for somebody else. They might build followers, but they don't make any money on their Instagram. They don't have any sponsors. They don't work with brands. They just like woodworking and want to build the community. And there's a couple true, you know, I guess, genuine reposters out there. Um, that still do that. And, and I think that that is perfectly fine. You know, like, yeah. um, we started the show talking about how Jeff was put this co- post out there and, and this is where the conversation was. And, you know, I think Jeff's one of those guys, he doesn't try to sell you on things that are, you know, not his, he's posting things out there because the dude has a massive following. If he posts any of us, it's probably a smaller account because almost everyone's <laughs> smaller than him. And you're going to pick up some followers. You're going to get some exposure and you know, you're both going to benefit from it. No sponsors are paying Jeff for his, you know, for his audience, and and he's out there just he's doing his thing, and he's he's building a beautiful community. I think around um, the type of content he puts out there, and I have no problem with that. A lot of the comments you were getting on there were like, "Oh, you're gaining benefit," and like you got to think about it. If Jeff's picking up 500 followers on a post of somebody else's stuff, and you have 350,000, that's like 0.001 percent of his following compared to if that person picks up 500 and they have a thousand, you know, that's half their audience. And right. you got, you, so you, you got to look at things in in context as well. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I still wouldn't suggest it. And I don't think he does it as often as he used to. Um, but, you know, you can obviously see where both sides of that might be. I guess my last my last thing is going to be if you are a reposter and you're gaining a lot of benefit from it and you've been doing it, there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't sell yourself as something you're not. You know, don't, don't go out there and try to compete in the marketplace with everybody else. When, you know, you can't produce good content, when you know that if you could produce good content, that you'd be doing it. Like, I think that someone who's solely built their entire following on shares and is trying to teach someone how to market their business for Instagram, I think that that is no good. And yes, that's a call out, um, from John, not made for profit, but like if, (laughs) if, if, If you are trying to uh, be perceived as something that you are not, um, you're going to bring down the whole community. And I think it's disingenuous to the ones that are out there hustling and grinding and trying to do right by the system and the process. Um, And I I would say 99% of the time, everyone's like that. You know, there's only going to be a little bit of the, a, a slight chance that someone's trying to bring negative to something so positive as our community is. Um, But just understand that, you know, your perception bleeds out through the community. And once other people start seeing that, if the minute, if, if brands start to realize how saturated the woodworking, you know, uh, reposting marketplace is, and they start to become, you know, less willing to work with content creators like ourselves, you know, that's going to, that's going (laughs) to get rid of a lot of us who are out here uh, building businesses on that type of stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you brought up an interesting point a minute ago about um, reposting something that's been out there. And that was always something that I even when I was doing a lot of repost, I always tried to do. I always tried to find the diamond in the rough. Yes. I wouldn't go out and grab stuff that, like I said, that had been that had done super awesome. And then, you know, try to milk off that. I would try to find something that was like new and innovative. Uh, and I don't, and that's, and that was just an, another way. where it's like to me, that feels more genuine. And again, I know it's probably splitting hairs or, or, or justifying people might say, but I was like, yeah, like this is something that not a lot of people have seen. Like, if I see that freaking bacon staircase one more time, I mean, like, I just want to delete whatever account posts it because it's like, I do. It. I mean, it's just it's it's been out there, and that maybe. So why don't we do some quick do's and don'ts while we wrap it up? So like maybe of dealing with those accounts as well. If you see one of those accounts that reposts your stuff and you don't like how they credit you or if they don't credit you at all, immediately go in there and block them. Yes. Uh, That will help. It it won't stop it, obviously. But, you know, it's super easy to block an account and that will slow them down at least. Um, If you, uh, you know, if you don't like it, you, you know, email them. There are copyright. I actually went through this. Uh, that's one thing. That's a huge gap, I think, with Instagram. Um, is, is the copyright piece? So technically, technically, uh, when you read the terms of service and everything, you are supposed to have the permission to repost somebody's content. Yeah. I you're mean, you're supposed to have the permission like that is, I, if you go do that, you're like Getty. If you go repost a Getty image, they're coming like, for you. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to send you a bill for like five G's. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before, but um, you know, so I think crediting and that's like, I have never had, I've never reposted somebody's account and had them come back and be, and like I said, it's not an issue now because I'm reposting all people I know uh, are, are, you know, the vast, vast majority I've never had somebody come back and be like, "You you posted my content, please take that down." That has literally never happened to me, uh, and I think that's because most of the time they see benefit. Like, I, but on the other hand, what I do get, I actually just had one uh, for the last slabber day. I got, I got a DM that was like, "Dude, thank you so much for reposting that." I picked up a ton of new followers, and it was it's, it's Dude, three crow. I was one of, them. one of one the followers. Yeah, I mean, I never heard of them. You dug oh, you around. You never heard of three crow? Yeah, but you dug it's, around.
1: You found that. I messaged them. They actually are. Them, like, oh, I've been following him. Oh,
0: I've been following them for years. That's what so this that, they're is like one be. that I, yeah, I reposted uh, and I love what they do is the accounts. I don't know if it's three underscore crow, but it's three crow. Uh, they do great slabs. I've reposted this slab that they did for slabber day. And yeah, and he, it, he sent me a DM and he was like, dude, thank you so much for repost. Like that is by and large what I get. Uh, but if you, if you ever, you know, if you're on the other side of that and you don't like people reposting it, send them a DM, be like, dude, take that down. Or you can go in the the piece I was getting into before I ran off my tangent is um, you can go through and do a copyright claim and have it removed. I actually had an account that stole my profile picture and I had a bunch. So thank you for all you guys who who DM me. And they're like, I, I started getting all these DMs and it was a it's a repost account. And what they did is they took my social profile, which is like the, you know, the dark bark ring with the red circle inside that says fix this, build that and then the three tools and they, they basically took that exact same thing across the top. Instead of fix this build out, it says woodworking. And then on the bottom, mine says Nashville, Tennessee. They put epoxy, <laughs> which I thought was just fantastic. <laughs> so it, it's my logo, except it says woodworking epoxy. <laughs> and uh, it was like it was one of these like, uh, you know, Middle Eastern accounts. And I, I messaged them and said, please take this down. You know, you're infringing on my copyright. They didn't do it. Um, I dug through like. 15 different links to get to how I could report them. It took two weeks to get it done. But literally just yesterday, they took that, they took the profile picture off the account. They didn't shut the account down. Um, But you can. So if, if your stuff is out there, if you want to go through the hassle, I'll tell you somebody who does it extremely well is Pinterest. Pinterest makes it very, very easy to report content that is, that is yours that you have not authorized people to use. Um, there's a, there's like in the three dots, like you have on Instagram, there's like a thing that says report and then it's like copyright infringement and you can quickly do it. Um, so, so Zuck, you got some work to do, brother. You you guys need to make that easier because it is, it is getting bad. And I, I wish they did have a better way to report copyright infringement on Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, a it's a shame it's come to that, but I mean, that's the, that's the, the way it is. Um, you know, going back to some some do's and don'ts.
0: If, if Thank you for pulling us back in. Yeah, I also had um,
1: <laughs> a bunch of accounts that have recently been sharing just literally my whole feed. Um, and with that, you know, you're able to report them. You're able to block them. And then they're no longer able to see your content, which means that they cannot repost it. Um, so that would be a first step. also, <laughs> you could go a little bit above it like I did, and put them on blast on your story. (laughs) Now, I never advocate (laughs) for doing anything negative to anybody else. But I mean, that started this conversation for me. And then we saw it pour over onto a lot of people's feeds. That's where this discussion really got going. You know, a lot of the people that I was talking to are content creators. And I think this is kind of where the line is in the sand is that if you're creating content in order to be paid for your content like we are, Then we don't want people gaining benefit from our stuff as much as someone who's just trying to build a following and build a community that's brand new, that's selling their work. Like, you know, obviously they want to gain some some numbers in order to be seen some more. Um, And what I noticed was when I put anything like that out there, a lot of the comments I was getting that were like, I, you know, I hate these accounts. I don't follow any of them. I report all of them. I mean, I had probably two dozen of my followers message me and say, I reported that account as well. Um, but in that, I I think that the do's and don'ts are just don't support it. If you don't want to support it, if you see them around make sure that they're blocked, if you start to see fan accounts, you don't want to see, make sure that, you know, you're doing whatever Instagram gives you the opportunity to do. And what I like to do is if I'm friends or I know that individual, send them a DM and say, Hey, this person, you know, reshared your stuff. I don't know if you noticed, uh, they didn't give you credit or they did or whatever it might be. Um, and just, and just be cordial about it what I've noticed as on the last part of it is that a lot of um, the accounts that are doing just straight reshares for selling t-shirts, they don't speak English um, and they're not anyone involved in the community. So it's typically not, you know, a bad thing to block them because they just go away and pop up another account in the next couple of days. Um, Yeah. I mean, if you're going to reshare make sure that you're resharing and you're completely transparent about it, that, you know, people understand why you're doing it and that you're, you're ready to take the backlash of people who don't like it and you're also ready to, um, you know, deal with any comments or questions regarding the if the works yours or, you know, that you did, you know, do, a yeah. great job and all that stuff because you're going to have to go in there and clear that stuff up because, well, like I said, people are just going to perceive it as you did, you know, you did yep. the work.
0: Yeah. I, two other things real quick as we wrap up just would be that I 100% agree on that. And if there are any comments about that, that. What I would recommend personally is to, um, you know, make it, like I said, like you just said, make it very clear. Like somebody asked me on the three core thing, they said uh, they were asking me questions, but it, it was it was kind of a, an odd thing. Like somebody said, hey, what is that? Uh, it was it was an Alaskan mill setup, And they said, hey, what is that reservoir up top? So I didn't necessarily throw that because it was more of a general question. It wasn't like, oh, that's cool. Is that yours? So it was kind of like an in-betweener. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know if they thought it was mine, but they were just more asking a general question about an Alaskan mill. And I said, I, I believe that that's, um, you know, a reservoir for extra lubricant for the cut uh, instead. But then somebody else said, that's a great setup. What saw are you using? And I was like, not my setup. You know, ask three crow. Yeah. Right. That, that type thing. So responded to it that way. Uh, you know, the other thing just from a reposting, if you don't know the source, I said, do not post that. If you cannot say exact, if you don't know exactly, if you can't go to the account and see the original content, do not post that. That is my rule of thumb. Uh, You can follow that or not. But these, you know, the whole like, uh, hey, would love to know who did like that. You know, to me that again, it's you're not giving credit. If you don't know who to give credit to, do not repost it. It would would be my (laughs) advice. I mean, that's just not a good way to do it, because like I said, like you might end up you're posting something from Getty Images and all of a sudden you're going to have a lawyer beating down your door. Uh, because that's the thing, like when people, I think there is some expectation that if you post stuff on Instagram, there's the ability that it can be reposted. And I think that's, a, a, you know, at this stage in the game, even though if people don't like it, they know that it can happen. That would actually be, I mean, I guess you can't really stop that because people could just screenshot, but that would be pretty cool if, uh, if they were able to do that to say like, if you don't want to be reposted, there's like a box in there. Right. And that this content that they, I mean, I know they're smart enough or they could do image recognition and all that junk that would actually be. Pretty sweet using like the metadata of the picture and saying, uh, you know, this cannot be reposted. But
1: yeah, that'd be anyway,
0: insane. that would be insane. <laughs> but yeah, worry. so good conversation. And, uh, and I think this is a, a perfect one to carry the conversation over uh, on the the Facebook page or over on our our website. So uh, thank you guys for, for tuning in. And you can make sure you can check out the link to this show. Uh, we'll we'll have you know, there probably won't be a whole ton of links in here. But uh, you can go over there and comment over on madeforprofit.com forward slash episode forty six. And we'll also have information about the meetup. So if you want to go check that out and watch our Instagram for up for that. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you guys think about the episode on this one.
1: Yeah, this was an interesting, interesting show because, you know, we didn't really know if it was worth a full show. We tip we answer questions like this all the time on the after show. If you guys dig this type of uh, back and forth and us just kind of vibing on a topic Um, you know, our, our patrons get that every single week and this is typically a show for that, but we thought that the community could definitely benefit from it. So we would love to hear your feedback. Um, definitely make sure that you are hitting us up on social. Um, we'll have a couple, um, posts in the Facebook group for specific conversation based around this topic. We think that there's a lot of benefit in it. And we also think you guys can learn a lot from each other. Um, everyone has different experience and everyone has different thoughts Um, And we'd love to hear them. So if you guys want to uh, interact on that Facebook group, make sure you're heading over to Facebook and searching for Made for Profit Tribe, right? And that's in the groups tab, and you can follow along. You can join there. you got to answer a few questions, but we'd love to have you.
0: Absolutely. All right, dude. And speaking of the patrons, let's go over there and crush this after show.
1: Let's do it, bro.